This week, Beck and Soda's podcast comes to you with love. Thanks to the Hospital Research Foundation Group, fighting for cures and improved care in over 50 areas of disease and illness. Together, let's support life-changing medical research to save lives. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Rebecca Morse, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Think about it. Why was there a little pause? Well, I was just, I was in my head, I was saying, don't don't say hump day, don't say hump day. (laughs) I don't know, Wednesdays are just a bit. (laughs) You can't do that to your brain, you know that. Right now, I'll do something with you, right? Don't think of an apple. Yeah. I went Granny Smith, which Did is you? unusual because I like Johnny's better. Uh, I went Royal Gala. But the situation <laughs> so there not is, on the same wavelength. you've told yourself, don't think hump day, and you have to just roll it out. <laughs> it is a Wednesday, which means Wednesday would have got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's uh, four days to <laughs> Robbie. Oh, to Robbie, um, yes. I what Em just said then about that uh, the poor lady who yeah. fell at his concert and has oh died. Oh, my gosh. Mm. How horrific is that? Mm-hmm. Poor Robbie. And then Taylor losing Hang his Hang on. Hand. What about the woman yeah, and I her know. family? <laughs> No, Poor well, Robbie. Thoughts and prayers with the family as well, but, I, but I imagine Robbie would feel terrible that he that would. happened. Of course you would. On his watch. Yeah, and then obviously that happened with Taylor Swift um, the he, other day in yeah. Brazil. Just be careful, mm. everybody. Anyone going to Robbie on Sunday night, just be a little careful. Um, yeah, and that, that crowd will be, um, they'll be boozed. A lot of them will have been drinking all day. There's a lot of um, mixes sold. Yeah. You know, those cab with, and yeah, they normally like got a... Bundy um, and, or Jack. Or, got a cola. Yes. Do, I noticed the other day that uh, you can get your Jack also with your sugar-free cola. Oh, Jack's yeah. got healthy. Yeah, so you get the black can with a little white ring around it saying that it is sugar-free. Mm. Now, in your preparation for getting the opportunity to see Robbie on Sunday, have you watched the doco yet? Uh, I haven't because I because I, I need to tie things in neat little bows and I haven't finished my time with Beckham yet. Put Beckham on hold, right? You can. You can put him on hold. Sorry, Bex. Love you. Got to get through Robbie before okay. you go on Sunday. Oh, what a Seriously. full plate of hot men I have to work through this week. Um, and of course, <laughs> with Robbie being here on Sunday, we have got tickets today. Yes. Guaranteed. We've got a second of Robbie. So all you need to do is listen in, identify the song from the second grab that we give you, and you will be going on Sunday night to see Robbie. And you need to, seriously, if you get another level of enjoyment in the concert, watch the Netflix okay. doco. It right. is really, really worth it. But you liked the Beckham doco. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was overall. great. But that's because oh, it really it's good. sport, probably. No, no. You're a bit of a sport head. I told you this the other day. Remember when we watched it first? I said, you do not have to have any interest in football slash yeah. soccer. Do you know what was funny? Because I don't remember. I was way too young when all of that, the World Cup thing happened. And I was <laughs> Hang watching. On, the World Hang on, thing. <laughs> the World Cup <laughs> thing. You, you, you were way too young. Can <laughs> I just tell you that I think it was 2001. Well, I was, I don't know. So I, wasn't in, I wasn't following the World Cup in 2001. Or 2023. But obviously, I could tell by the setup that yep. they that they won the treble or whatever it was. But I was, <laughs> I was so nervous watching it. It was like I was watching it for the first time going, oh, please go in. But then in my head, I'm like, well, clearly they win it. But it was like I was watching it mm. with fresh eyes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, just me. Good yeah. sports rap. Well done. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Beck. Um, oh, I'm just trying to work out. condescend me. Please, what was the treble to do with the World Cup? <laughs> no, the treble of what? Bit, you know, I the bit know. where they won the FA Cup and then they won the... the it other... was called, they called it the treble. I'm sure they did. <laughs> 
but also, <laughs> how hot are his tats? <laughs> there you go. That's why you watch it. Okay. Also, the trouble. All right. But hey, you watch Robbie. All right. And yes, okay. tickets before the end of the show yeah, today. Definitely. Before nine. Yep. What's Second of Robbie. The yeah. Trouble, was that? What? I thought it was called the trouble. Oh, right. dear. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Express. Well, as you may know, I am the master of the late embarrassing entrance. It's who I am as a person and I hate myself for it. Remember earlier in the year, Miller had a public speaking competition and I got in late and all the chairs were taken and I had to bring a chair in from another room and as the kids are doing their speaking. (laughs) Dragging. Sorry, excuse me. Continue. I'm dragging chair in front of everyone. This is while one kid who is in a daunting situation having to do public speaking and they're probably up there nervous and shaking and they're getting their composure together and they're finally talking and this blonde woman comes through and just starts dragging chairs. I'll put one of Miller's competitors off her game. Well, something similar happened to me on the weekend when I was in Melbourne Mm. and I had tickets to see Miss Saigon. Okay. Uh, And... I got sent the tickets and I arrived, as I always do, five minutes before. You know, the bells are ringing. Hang on. Bing, bing. So your friend's given you the tickets. She's emailed She's them already to me. in there because no, you got she, there late. No, she had trusted me with the tickets, so she didn't have them. So she's arriving with me. We go All to right. the front of the line. It's bing, bing, bing. Take your seats. There'll be a 10-minute lockout if you don't get in. And I'm like, I'm good. I've got the tickets on my phone. Also had had a couple of pre Champagnes. Is this an evening event or a daytime matinee? It was evening. Okay. I'm not a monster. So I get to the front and it's bing, 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 and I cannot. I'm scrolling through my phone Mm. and you know that frenzy trying to find the tickets and the guy's standing there going, hurry, hurry, hurry. And then I'm like, oh, so then I start searching. Mm -hmm. I search Miss Saigon. I search Ticketek. I search uh, everything I can think of. Can't find the tickets. And the guy is like, we're going to have to lock you out. He was so kind. Then he said, do you mind if I take your phone? Let me search for the tickets. Oh, hang on, mate. Just be careful. Do not look at history and do not look at photos. (laughs) So he's searching and all my emails are just Black Friday sales, Black Friday (laughs) sales. He's trying to scroll back through. He can't find them either. By that stage, the doors had shut. We'd missed the start. And there's this beautiful, spectacular, colourful opening scene and we can see it on a television out in the foyer. He goes, I'll have to speak to the manager. There's no record. They can't find my tickets. Anyway, they were so kind. They said, look, there's a couple of spare seats up the back. Mm. You can, we'll let you in in the first opportunity we have, but just, you know, don't bother people. Be quiet. They're They're in the middle of the row. There's a row in front, there's a row behind. So this lovely man who I'm so flustered and I'm so apologetic mm. and I'm like, I kept saying, I'm from Adelaide. Like that was some excuse. <laughs> like we're a bit slow in Adelaide. I can't buy my tickets. <laughs> so he's ushered us in and the play, the, the, the theatre is, is happening. There's, there's a song on. Mm. And so myself and my girlfriend, who's also mortified that I'm doing this to her, she's shaking her head going, Why didn't you just screenshot the tickets when I sent them to you in the first place? So I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. So people are having to stand up Mm. while they're trying to watch this performance. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Anyway, I thought that was bad enough. So I've disrupted one row and then I can kind of feel a commotion Mm. in the row in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I look down, I'm wearing this floor length trench coat. And as I've walked across... Who are you, Inspector Gadget? Inspector Morse. Because it's cold. So the, the, my trench coat has gone 
over the row in front as I'm putting, and it's what? and it's gone over the faces and the heads <laughs> of an intro, as I'm, I'm just like I'm blocking, I'm obstructing the view with my big coat. Oh. Oh, wait. So I've disrupted two rows of the pit. My God. <laughs> and I missed the start of the show. So now I have to see it again. <laughs> your disaster. face. You're a disaster. Do you want to come with me? It's coming in January. Come with me. I can do it all over again. How about I get the tickets and I'll send them to you? <laughs> I need a hard copy of the tickets <laughs> yeah, going forward. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Victorian theatre goers. <laughs> Go see me so On Express. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, we're just listening to the news uh, and we've pulled Em in from the, from the newsroom um, to talk about this Vietjet. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So give us a little snapshot. What are the prices? So, well, as you heard there, you can get some launch fares for $165. One way. way. Yep. Adelaide to? To Perth. Right. And then Perth, Ho Chi Minh City. Okay. Five days a week. That's uh, good. Yeah. So you leave here 7.25 in the morning and you get there by 3.40 in the afternoon. Just in time Jeez. for cocktail hour and a bun right. me. That's good. Have you um, ever been to Vietnam, either of you guys? Um, I've been to Hanoi. Oh, yeah? Any yeah. good? Yeah, it is nice. I've never been. It is no, on my list. Neither. Yeah, I'd like to go, actually. Pretty cheap, too, I think, once you get there. That's a good alternative. You know a lot of people go to Bali. Yeah, um, and you, you hate want... Bali. <laughs> I do. I just, I've been a couple of times when I was younger. I just don't get into Bali. Um, but I, oh, too many Aussies there. Yeah, and true. Bogan Aussies. That's the problem with you Bali. You've into so many Adelaide people when you're over there. It's I like know. another suburb. But I would imagine if you went to Vietnam, you get a much greater experience of a different culture because yeah. Bali's just like you know, going to a pub. <laughs> Yeah, very um, interesting history, Vietnam. Yeah, so I would love good. to do that. Um, and hopefully they leave on time, unlike uh, our local carriers. Goodness, yes. Well, Qantas for on-time mm. flights has dropped below Jetstar. <gasps> what, their cheap brand? Yep. So just 66% of their flights get in on time, leave what? on time. Because Jetstar has always had a bad reputation for leaving on time. Now Qantas is worse. It's worse. Yeah, so they've been dubbed the least reliable Aussie airline. Qantas? Yeah. Which were once the pinnacle, the shining light. Yeah. Really? And what Jeez, about... Uh, a bad one. Bad that, run. So Virgin's better? Yep. So Virgin Qantas Link is the top. At 77% on-time performance. Wow. Yeah. Virgin Rex even. Better than Qantas. Yeah. Oh, someone's getting wow. a rocket for that. Mm. that well, at least they've got friendly flight attendants. <laughs> on the weekend. Told me, tray table. I'm like, what? tray table. Oh, oh, thank you, ma'am. You'd like me to put my tray table up. Since you asked so nicely. Honestly. On Qantas. On Qantas. Why are they so grumpy? I'll tell you why. Because they don't turn staff over, I reckon, that work on the planes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or too many trips, do you mean? No. Too many old people that need to get out of the industry. (laughs) You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my God. Look at these trending topics. (laughs) US President Joe Biden celebrated his 80 First birthday oh, uh, at the annual turkey pardoning ceremony. What's Americans that? are weird cats, aren't they? You've heard about this before. Before Thanksgiving no. Day, where obviously every American family, unless they're vegan, yeah. um, have a big turkey. Of course, yeah. And then he chooses two turkeys to pardon and he sets them free. It's, they do it every year. You oh, would have right. seen it. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah, sort of. Punks a Tory Phil. Yeah, it's kind of, yep. um, but Punks not quite. Punch. 
Um, That's it. <laughs> Joe Biden, obviously, he's turned 81. He's aware that perhaps there's some scrutiny on him is not he? being... Is he actually aware? <laughs> I don't know no. what he's aware He's of. not quite aware as 81-year-old Paul McCartney was no. the other time when he came to Adelaide. <laughs> so he's trying to be hip and cool with this <laughs> pop culture music reference. See if you can pick where he's gone wrong. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance Tour or... or, or Britney's tour. She's down in. It's kind of warm in Brazil right now. What? <laughs> it's kind of warm in Brazil. Do you know what it's like? Actually, he's been briefed, right? Clearly, because someone passed away in Brazil at her concert, yeah. right? Yeah. So he clearly would have been briefed on that. Um, and then Taylor, I think, cancelled her concert. I yeah, think another one. Yeah, yep, I did tell you that. But <laughs> you can hear in his mind little bits are coming to him because yeah. as he's explaining it. Have a listen. Can we listen get this bit when he starts showing in Brazil? Does he say Britney? And- you yeah, could say Britney. even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance Tour or or, or Britney's Tour. She's down in... It's kind of warm in Brazil. <laughs> He's just going, oh, something's He's happening in Brazil. Hang on. <laughs> now, can I just check, isn't it the era's tour? No, but Renaissance is Beyonce's Beyonce. tour. So he's referencing oh, two different... Hang on. So he's called her... Britney, mm. he's referenced Beyonce's tour, <laughs> yeah. and he's actually talking about Taylor. There you go. Wow. But that's, a, that's a holy trilogy. Yeah. He's actually very good with music, though, because yeah. uh, he knows all about like hip-hop and stuff. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Joey. But he is the president of America, so yes. that's one thing he knows a lot about. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, <laughs> What's he talking about? Oh, God. <laughs> but Taylor Swift, yeah. biggest artist yeah. on the planet Come right on. now. Absolutely. Well, the other point with Joey, Joey's almost like, you know, granddad at a family function. And it's got to about four in the arvo and you've got to sit him in the corner because it's just become too much and he's overwhelmed. <laughs> Except this granddad's got the nuclear coats. That's frightening. Who who would forget Taylor Swift's name? She is the biggest yeah. person on the planet. I mean, the era's tour is enormous. I'm almost word perfect on all the songs because eight-year-old Sienna yeah. is making me do that. She is, mm. anno- honestly, is there a bigger musical act on the planet right now? Are you word perfect on the artist, though? What do you mean? Uh, we have got our launch of the Taylor Smith. No, what's her name? Oh. What's her name? Taylor Smith. What's that woman's name? name? I've forgotten her Fear name. Stroke. What's her name? I'm not going to help you. I'm not going like to help you. Taylor, I've forgotten her name. Jeez, it's hot in Brazil at the moment. SAFM's Beck and Soda. I lost about three hours of my life yesterday that I will never get back going down the MyGov rabbit hole. It's not even a rabbit hole. It's like a hole of depravity. Mm. The thing is, isn't there two MyGovs? Don't you have to have two accounts? And there's MyGov ID. What what what, is the difference? So all I needed to get was Frankie's immunisation certificate to send to high school because she starts next year. I needed Mm. to upload it. And I thought, I'm sure I did this over COVID. So I go to the Medicare app and the Medicare app says sign in through MyGov. So I go to the MyGov app and my login doesn't work and they say set up through MyGov ID. So then I do that. Then I... That takes me about an hour and I'm just, I'm actually nearly in tears because I'm so frustrated and confused about which app is which. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't understand <laughs> it. I, I know what they are. To but get I don't, any information from I the government, you need a MyGov app and ID and I, I 
couldn't for the life of me as a mm. fairly educated woman work it out. No, but nobody can. No. I think that's the whole point of it. They make it so that you just cannot understand it oh. because this is the point. Someone has created it, right, I reckon. Someone's created MyGov. Then someone's gone, well, we need MyGov ID. Then we need this. And then suddenly no one will take responsibility for stuffing it up. Oh so they gosh. continue pushing. You've got to go that path to that path to that path. So finally I managed to set it up. And then I get into MyGov and I tried again to Medicare and it said you must link your MyGov with your Medicare. And I put in all of my Medicare information and it says there's something wrong. Please ring. So I ring and then they give me all these options and the last – they try and get rid of you. So they try and give you all the information to get this you back is online. an automated person. Automated person. You're not talking to I'm a person. I'm not talking to a human yet. So it's like describe what you need and I'm like linked to – Gov, my gov ID, and then they say no. Go back to the website. Anyway, at the end it says if you want to speak to an operator, say operator. And I've just by that stage I'm at my my wits end, and I go operator. And then this automated voice says, "Please be kind to our staff." I don't know whether that's generic or whether they picked up the anger in my voice. Anyway, I'm on I'm on hold to Medicare for yep. half an hour. Mm. I finally get through to an operator who was lovely. And she said, no, you need to speak to my gov. So then she transfers me to my gov and then I'm on hold to my this gov is, for this another is, half an hour. This is the point though. This is all part of the same organisation, the public service. Oh Do you know God. what I mean? Seriously. I was going crazy. And then when I finally got through to my gov, in order to link my Medicare, I had to provide all this information. And they said, um, what is the date of birth of number two on your card? Do you know how hard it is when you've got three kids to on the spot come mm. up with their date of birth and you feel like you're being tested if you're their real mum? And I'm like, oh, number two, um, which child is that? Um, I think that was 2011, could have been 2008. Anyway, so I finally managed to nail the dates of birth of my children, got the information. Then I, I, I was beside mm. myself. I was just an absolute shell of a human. Someone today is going to go through the same process oh. that you went through. In fact, probably hundreds of people are going to go through the same process. And you know what happens? That sort of thing now is not just happening with MyGov. It's happening with your telco. Mm. It will happen with your uh, private health and insurance the ATO if you've got as it. Well, tax time. It will oh. happen with your bank. Because I reckon, I'm convinced there is a conspiracy <laughs> to throw... I'm serious. I reckon there is a conspiracy to... F off all customer service so that people don't have to relate to people in other companies. So if any company does it well, it stuffs everyone else but up. So there's just everyone has to do it badly to make everyone confused. because it's, it's all online because they've yep. sacked all the humans. Exactly. And I'm like, do I drive to Marion and just yep. walk into Medicare because I cannot yep. deal with this app any longer? I'm losing my mind. I need to now ask you about... Scanning your groceries. <laughs> Never! <laughs> Ma'am, please be kind to the customer. <laughs> oh, I've just shared the fact that I lost oh. about three hours of my day yesterday yep. just trying to get uh, an immunisation certificate for Frankie for when she goes to high school, and I lost my mind. Do you know what's ridiculous? And what it does is it brings back the angst, and also I think it brings back that... Um, just that annoyance that you get because as soon as you started talking about that, I can remember when I was trying to get on my gov earlier in the year and I had to ring our boss Flack <laughs> in the holidays to help me. And I can't because it was because oh, I had to get something from my account here. 
at SA FM to be able to get access. Oh, so I had to ring him. So he yeah. had to log into my oh, email God. to help me get into yeah. my gov on the holiday. Oh, and it's, of course, by the time you get to the person on hold, you know it's not their fault. So you can't shoot the messenger. It's just the system and the complication of the system. I'm yeah. actually getting angry now yeah. thinking about what happened because <laughs> you've brought it back and no, taken the back. bloody Band-Aid off. Mm. Why, are there, why is, what's the difference between my gov and my gov ID? Casper from Seaford has called in. Mate, have you had a similar experience? Casper, you there, mate? Oh, no, Casper's the friendly ghost. He's disappeared. <laughs> yeah. oh, What's Casper? Don't know. He um he was trying to get his kids' uh, tax file number. Can, can anyone see him? <laughs> Dealing with the ATO is also a whole new level of oh, mate, it's just. But seriously, every single person, right, right yeah. now, if you're listening to th- listening to us, think about the moment. It is either one of your telcos, yeah. or it's your bank, or it's the bloody public service. Yeah. And now I'm starting to get really angry. Yeah. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Okay, Beck, I promised to introduce you to a man who I think has found a beautiful, beautiful connection with the world because he's going without something that we all use every day and pretty much most moments of every day, right? I love this guy and I love what he's doing. You know what he's thrown away? What does he throw? His away? shoes. His shoes. Okay. That's why you're obsessed with him. He has gone barefoot for the past decade. He lives in North Carolina, right? And I'm talking everywhere. Going down to shops, barefoot. Going along to a festival to see a bunch of bands, barefoot. The entire time, and he's getting judged every second he is doing it. But it has changed his life. Think of the dog poo and the shards of glass. and That's what I said. There's an element of danger <laughs> to what he does. Um, but I love this. So you often go barefoot in summer. You're wearing... Yep. You're wearing thongs again. You wear thongs yep. every day, even in winter. So you can relate to this guy and his want to get his toes free. I only wear shoes when it is absolutely mandatory. But I love what Robin Greenfield has done. Let's head to North Carolina right now. Uh, Robin, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Hey, nice to be on with you back in soda. What made you abandon the shoes, Robin? Well, actually, it was from an Australian guy. Ah. Um, his name's Gary Sullivan. And so I was on a college uh, trip and he was just barefoot all over the place. We were in New Zealand and I looked at Gary and he was happy and he was healthy. And I said, hey, if Gary can be barefoot, I'm going to give it a try. And so that's what I started doing. So, Robin, essentially, I mean, you wear shoes when you have to, don't you? Occasionally. Yes. So I actually lost my last pair of shoes six months ago. So I currently don't even own shoes, but I'm, I'm, I am currently uh, staying with a friend and occasionally I do put his shoes on right now. Right. <laughs> like when you get on a plane, for example, there are places you have to wear shoes. Yes, I do. I do wear shoes sometimes, usually to get onto public transportation, to go into the library. There are places that, um, that, sometimes require it a lot of times they don't but for the most part one of the ideas of being barefoot is it keeps me out of the places i don't want to go anyway i live a a life that's pretty closely connected to the earth i don't want to be in the bars and all this stuff so it keeps me outside and it keeps me in uh you know simple places so robin you're walking down the main street or you're walking through a shopping mall that sort of thing what looks do you get? What reaction occurs? So it varies. You know, one of the most common ones is little kids will be like, mom, he's not wearing any shoes. <laughs> and they're interested in, in why. And then there's people like there's adults who walk up to me all the time. And it's like, don't your feet hurt? Aren't you you know, afraid of getting yep. hurt? Things like that. And then there's also people who are just excited. They're like, right on. They're like, I used to be barefoot. And they, you know, they're reminded to be barefoot. And right. then of course, 
The other one is just disgust. There's a lot of people who really look down on me and they just assume I'm, you know, they'll consider me a bum or someone who's homeless or yeah. something like that. Yeah. What is the worst injury you've done to your foot? That's such a mum thing to ask, but I do think the same thing. I'm like, you might, might step on a prickle or a piece of glass. Yes. Yeah, I've stepped on glass and uh, I guess that's the worst of it is just stepping on some glass. Uh, well, actually, no, I did almost lose a toe once. Oh. Doing what? I was barefoot riding my bicycle and oh. I did not learn the pedals. Ow. I had these pedals with like pointy metal on them yeah. and I ran into a parked car oh. Just barely nicked the parked car, but one of my toes was just hanging off. Oh, um, now, Robin, we're talking to you via Skype, right? Even though we're on radio here. Can you pop your feet up? Can I have a look at one of your, like your feet? They look like they've got some wear and tears, some Ks on the clock. Oh, no, they don't look too bad. No, I, yeah, no, they look, no, they look worn. They look a bit calloused. The thing is, is that people who really are barefoot, we, we care about our feet, like, I, I love my feet. I care yes. about my feet. I'm going to take care of them. And the thing about people often who are wearing shoes is that they suffer from injuries as well. Like, you know, things like athlete's foot and these funguses, these are actually problems with keeping our feet stuck in uh, moist places. So the wear and tear now, like your feet would be tough, like they're, they're barefoot fit, if that makes sense, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're tough. I could shatter this jar yeah. and step on it without cutting myself. Right. I step on glass. 99% of the time I step on glass, it doesn't penetrate. And even if it doesn't, don't, it doesn't go past the sole. But yeah. at the same time, my feet are actually soft and they're smooth because every step that I take is an, a natural exfoliation with the earth. Robin, I love your attitude. I think it is just brilliant. It is a great way to live. But for anyone listening there, going barefoot, how would you describe it? It is just magnificent <laughs> to be barefoot. Yeah! Soda! Yes! It's spreading across borders and countries. It's in Wisconsin, right? <laughs> the word is magnificent. magnificent. Yeah! Embrace it, Robin. Thanks, buddy. You have an awesome day. Have a magnificent day. Thank you. See you again. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, I need to tell you that the SAFM team has had enough of your... Disgusting! ...behaviour. What are you talking about? You are... Disgusting! What are you talking about? Yesterday in our meeting at a communal table Mm -hmm. where people will often eat their lunch, their snacks, Mm -hmm. have their coffees, you, in your thongs, Mm -hmm. were rubbing your ginormous big toe... Yeah. On the table, up what? and down. It was... Disgusting! Hang on. What do you mean? I was rubbing my toe yeah. on the... That's So ridiculous. we were planning the show, believe it or not, this show is planned. And you had your toe, like, out of your thong, and you were like, I don't know, scratching it, itching it, massaging no, it on the top of the table. It was... Disgusting! No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were. I, you... I was not. Okay. I took a sneaky little photo because, you know, I've always got my phone what in do my you mean? hand. Oh, no. It's like you've grabbed the top what of the that? table with your toe. <laughs> it's like right. you're holding onto you, the table. You with cannot your deny that is not AI no. or Photoshop. That is your massive, massive big toe. Doing, I didn't even see you take that photo. <laughs> it's a little bit calloused, too, mate. What do you mean? It's, a, it's got a little bit of wear and tear on it. Mate, all. <laughs> All I was doing was just, <laughs> I was just giving my toe a little massage. It was itchy between the big toe 
and the next toe, so I was just scratching it. You're a repeat offender. You were picking your toenails at that same table a couple of weeks ago and we needed to intervene. You cannot put a foot item, (laughs) foot item, part of your foot on the top of a table and I'm trying to concentrate and you're rubbing your toe. You know what it reminded me of? The size of your toe. Mm. We actually shared this on our social media. The size of your toe. What do you mean you've shared it on the social media? Don't you check our socials? I wouldn't even know Does how to. Does this give you the ick with a photo of your massive calloused toe on what? a communal lunch table? 87% of people <laughs> gave you the ick, say it gave them the ick, and the other 13% didn't read the question right. <laughs> that's just. That's it is disgusting. All I was doing was just giving my toe a scratch. What's scratch wrong with it that? with your fingers, mate. Don't scratch it on the lunch table. It's. Yeah, why am I scratching my fingers? My fingers might smell of toe jam then. Oh, disgusting. Okay. All right. 131060, filthy animals of South Australia. We want to out them. Who is the most filthy animal you know? Me, it's Soda. And his what? big toe. His big, what have you got tinier, mate? What do you mean, what if I've got tinea? Have a look at my feet. That's why I wear thongs all You're the time. You're rubbing your tinea where I sit down and eat my sandwiches. Well, my toe was itchy. All right, 13, 10, 60. Who is filthy animal. that you know at your work or anybody? Anywhere, in Anywhere. your family, out the filthy animals like Soda and his disgusting, big, fat, tonguey mm. toe. Looks like a tongue. Right. Looks like the tongue from the Super Dry ad. <laughs> like, jump, like it's going to just... Distend mm. itself from your foot and start yeah. jumping I've got around. To say, well, I've never looked at my toe like that. It's a, it's quite an attractive looking toe, isn't no. it? Big. No. All right. Who is the filthiest <laughs> animal you know? Thirteen ten six. Where's this picture? On where? <laughs> On toepics.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> Only toes. <laughs> it's on our socials. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You should. You could actually right. get money for selling that toe. No. Have a look at it. Like mm. seriously, thirteen ten sixty. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty decent looking toe, no. isn't it? Oh, this is. A, Brilliant, brilliant situation. You started it. Getting a bit toey at work. Getting your toe out on the table and rubbing it up against the communal eating lunch table. You can see the picture on our Instagram story and 87% of people said that was giving them the ick. It was an itchy toe, mate. Um, Itch it with your finger. No, because my finger might smell. You know, your feet stink sometimes, especially between the toes. Uh, Well... Do you know a filthy animal is what you've put out there? Uh, Kelly said that her husband, oh God, her husband farts and then smells it. Well, Kelly, he's normal. Um, <laughs> Charlie has, oh no, Charlie said her husband eats his belly button oh, fluff. Come on. What about Anthony? My missus showers a couple of times a week at the most if I'm lucky. Normal. Well, that <laughs> is not normal. What about on the text line, Christine? She works with a guy who squeezes his pimples and eats the pus. Oh, no, 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 no. That's good. People who squeeze other people's pimples or watch pimple poppers, I don't get it. No. No, all right. Jenna and Ingle Farm, who's your filthy animal? It is a friend's Mm. father-in-law. He lives in thongs. 24-7. 24-7. The only time he doesn't wear thongs is when he gets into bed. Yep. And he will spend a day gardening or fishing or, you know, getting all of that grime all over his feet. And then when he gets into bed, to get to sleep, he rubs them together. But by doing that, all the crusty stuff that's on his feet ends up in the bottom of the oh, bed, no. under the bed sheets. Oh. And every day when his, his wife makes the bed, there's just a pile of oh. gross 
in the bottom of the bed sheet. So, Jenna, no shower or anything before bed for him? Oh, no. He could spend hours fishing, you know, doing, get touching all that stuff, and he just gets straight back into bed and does the rubbing of the feet, and it all ends up in the bottom of the bed. Yeah. That is disgusting. Crusty cornflakes in the bottom. Yeah. Oh. If I was that wife, I would be going on strike and not making the bed. All right. He can make his own bed. Okay. Tanya from uh, Flinders Park. Tanya, do you know a filthy animal? I know a really filthy animal. What happened? He was disgusting. It's a guy that we used to work with. Mm. He used to big biros, you know, the blue lids that yeah. you get on the big biros. Oh yeah. He would clean his earwax out and then throw the the yeah, but it got better. He would have his lunch and then he'd use the paper clips to clean his teeth out. Oh. And they just sit on his it was disgusting. disgusting. And it was it was it was a ritual for him every day. Clean his ears, oh. clean his teeth. It was disgusting. Oh, <laughs> clean yeah. your teeth with a paper clip. <laughs> Oh, no, thank you. Actually, I use the lid of that big pen to clean under my fingernails sometimes. I've been doing it this what? morning. What? Disgusting. You I have. filthy animal. I've been doing it this morning. That is... Don't borrow my pen. Just a bit oh, of fingernail dirt. That's communal pens on the desk here. You're a filthy animal. You want to have a go at my toe. Okay, Crystal in Burton, are you nominating a filthy animal this morning? Morning, guys. Hi, Crystal. No, a high soda. Hello. No, I'm not nominating anyone. I've had a look at this photo and I've zoomed in. Yeah. Soda, that's who's packing. You could (laughs) give someone a good time with that. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. We are counting down the top 10 juiciest secrets in Adelaide to get to our number one who wins a $5,000. Absolutely. So we'll do that next week. Definitely by next week we'll give away that as we continue this countdown, Beck. And... There have been some amazing secrets that we've heard so far this year. SAFM.com.au. If you've got a secret you've been holding on, we can disguise your voice. You can remain anonymous, but we can unburden you of the stress and all of the tension that you've held on holding on to these secrets for so okay. long. Okay, time for number eight. Anonymous, what's your story? My brother was meeting up with a girl that he'd been texting with some of his friends, and then they all went to go catch up at Marion. Okay, how long ago was this? Uh, 18 years ago, oh. I would say. that be something like that. <laughs> What's the actual secret then? Um, well, I was the one that was catfishing my brother with my friends. I was texting off my friend's phone. <laughs> oh, my oh, you shifty little sister. Yeah, I was wanting to get him back because he was always mean to me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get you back with my... So it was me and three friends that were texting off of one of my friend's phone. So when you got to that day in Marion, you took it one step further though, didn't you? Yeah, we did. So I obviously needed someone to be this girl, but it couldn't be me or my friends. So we asked a few people around Marion if they would like to play this part. And to our surprise, the girl actually said yes. (gasps) You are devious. Yeah, and she actually pretended to be this girl. So she went and met up with my brother and his friends um, and, yeah, rejected him and pretty much just left it there. And, yeah, I felt pretty bad once I seen it all kind of play out. So where were you while this was taking place and this this made-up girl went and met him? 
So me and my friends, you know how there's like that corridor, like bit where you like go into the movies. We're all standing behind that, and she was on the steps, and that's where they were sitting and waiting, and we were just hiding behind that wall there, kind of watching it all happen. Oh, and what did his face do? I feel sorry for him. It like dropped, and then he's come home that day, going on about it, like pretty upset about it. But I just didn't know how to say it was me. So this is 18 years ago. You've kept this secret. Um, has this affected him, that rejection, do you reckon, in his life? Um, uh, maybe when he was in high school, it probably affected him a bit. He's all good now. But, um, yeah, when he was in high school, he was pretty sad about it. How do you think he would respond now if you came clean? I think he would be all right, maybe. He's had a family and stuff now. Do you feel guilty about it? Um... Not so much now, but I did at that point when I did it after, like, I kind of seen the devastation on his face. Well, Anonymous, thank you so much for sharing your childhood secret. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the Suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. That is sibling rivalry on That's steroids. That's catfishing, isn't it? Isn't that um, yeah, it is. Can you, yeah, you can catfish your, your sibling, can't you? I think so. Yeah. Um, Nasty. Some way, sometimes you've got to get them back, though, because you can hold on to grudges for many, many years. That's going a little over the top. But uh, I wonder can... how he'd feel if he knew. Yeah. Well, that's actually a good point. He still doesn't know, does he? Yeah. Anyway. Mm. All right. Uh, continue to listen in for the rest of the week and next week as we count down our top 10 secrets. Yeah, and you can register anytime, safm.com.au. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Time for this. Let's go. My name's Robbie Williams. I don't want to Okay, we have got one second of Robbie. We'll give you a little snippet of one of his big songs. If you can identify the song, you are going to go along on Sunday night, Adelaide. Balo 500 is going to be huge, Beck. Cannot wait. All All right. Lisa from Oakton, would you like one second with Robbie? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> All right, we're going to play one second of his song. If you get it right, you're heading along on Sunday night. Take a very close listen. Okay, let's Ang- raise it. Angels? No. Oh. Thank you so much. Make sure you call tomorrow and have another crack. We've got tickets for the rest of the week to give away. Kelly from Parafield Gardens. Here you go, Kel. Have a listen. What is it? Is it Come Undone? No. He's got so many good tracks. Okay, Lisa in Shadow Park. Here's your one second of Robbie. Hello, yeah, Robbie. Oh. Uh, sorry. Go uh, I'm guessing Let Me Entertain You. Oh. Lisa, no, it is not. Okay, Rebecca from Two Wells. Morning, Beck. How are you? I am magnificent, Soda. How yeah, are you? I am okay. magnificent as well. Okay, Beck, here is a snippet of Rob. What's the song? Rock DJ? <sighs> no. <gasps> Okay, Christy in Salisbury. Take a listen to your one second. Any ideas? <laughs> no, none. Thanks um, for playing, no. Christy. Okay, Jody from Greenwith. Jodes, here is a second of Robbie. Listen up. Okay, come on. Put us out of our misery. Who is it? What's the song? Uh, is it Lazy Days? No. I didn't even Gee. know that one. She's gone deep into the back catalogue. Uh, Leanne in Christy Downs. Here's your one second. Leanne. Uh, Better Man? No, it's not. It's definitely one of the slower ones. Better Man was yesterday. Nicole from Modbury. Nicole, here's the snippet. Uh, 
What's the song? Oh, I thought it was Come Undone. Not Come Undone. Okay, Jess from Modbury. Jess, 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 here it is. Come on. Feel? Yeah. Oh, did you get it straight away or did you have to sort of sing through the song? I, I sung a little bit through, but I love my Robbie, so... <laughs> oh, and how excited you, you get to see him on something night. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so much. Oh, what's your favourite track? Oh, I think Angels, isn't it? Angels. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. going to be a great song to sing along to. Hey, Jess, you have a great day, and we're going to see you somewhere amongst the crowd on Sunday. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, go all in at the 2023 Velo Adelaide 500 this weekend. You can get your tickets now at <gasps> Ticket Tech. I just had the best idea. What's that? For angels, me on your shoulders. But Let's I don't do think that. that bleeps can hold you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, Soda. What? That would be iconic. Mm. Let's do that. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure I'm wearing pants. Where do we, where do we meet? I've got to tell you, there's <laughs> probably... Two chances of that happening. Buckley's and stuff all. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.